to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jarden. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jessica Jarden. Hello, Marcy Jaro. Oh my God. Hi. <sighs> my my last little podcast before I'm away for a week. I know. I'm going to miss you. You guys, I'm going to be gone next week, so you'll have a surprise guest. There'll be somebody else across from me. Yeah. I'm excited for you that you're going to get a little trippy, though. I know. I'm going to New York City for a few days. It's very funny that I'm, I'm going to be gone for... Let's see. Like I leave Friday. I get back on Saturday. Is that eight days? Yes. So, which is terrible with my cats. I well, I shouldn't tell people I'm out of town. They're gonna rob me. Well, you can't. I think it would be funny to pay pay to be a patron patron and then rob. That's a great return though on five dollars. <laughs> it is. You're right. It's a really great return. Well, just so you know, my neighbor is the nosiest woman alive, and she has keys to everything. Yeah, and I'm just around the corner and could probably be walking by. Anyway, don't rob my cats. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to New York, and I'm gonna be there for just a couple days yes so i'm gonna be and then i'm driving seven hours to upstate to go to lake erie oh and then we're there just a few days but it's like very different trips to pack for yeah that's that's a version of what i had mm-hmm. uh, which was like upstatey lakey vibes and then going into the city for work and i struggled packing uh, i it's also it's just hot and it's the it's the dog days of summer uh, you know, I just recommend breezy shit. Breezy, baby. Breezy, breezy, loose clothes. So, um, but yeah, getting ready for that. How are you? I'm good. Um, what's been happening? I it, I did the flea market on Saturday. You came by, which was really lovely. I got to see you. It was a little warm. It was on the warmer side. I knew side. it was going to be very hot. I generally myself don't go to flea markets in like, august september like i i've roasted my buns off at the rose bowl enough times because it's not just that you're out in direct sun with like no covers it's asphalt yeah it's they're always parking lots and it's black asphalt so it was a bit of a roll of the dice i thought i was going to be physically miserable in the tent all day which i wasn't and there was a nice breeze i had shade but it was a bit of a ghost town. I mean, it was too hot. I saw the signs that were like, don't let your dogs walk on the asphalt. We have booties for yeah. them at, at like 85 or 80 degrees. The Los Feliz flea makes you uh, put booties on your dog. I've literally cried about watching dogs have hot little feet on the pavement. I was so well, you had said that about this flea. And then I was so excited to see that it's a rule. I already love this flea so much. Shout out to Los Feliz flea. Um, but yeah, it's such a well-run operation, but it was very funny. It was, it was a very quiet day. So I, which was fine. I got to sit outside. I read, I chatted, you to do some lifting, packing li- up all your stuff. It's a lot of exercise for not a lot of speaking of return. Yeah. Um, but it was still really nice. Uh, but it did take everything out of me. And then because it was such a hot day, the plan had been to go to my parents' house on Sunday and take a dip. They have a, a little kind of classic kidney bean pool in the back, the shape. And um, we, I haven't gone all summer to their house to swim. So we were like, oh, so we packed up a cooler, packed up towels, organized with my parents, which is always a thing because <laughs> they're hard to plan with. And it's always like, no, it's not an event. We're not having a, like a lunch party. We're coming to swim in the back. It doesn't have to be a bunch of texts about where we're all getting food from. Oh. It's always like a food event is happening. And we like 
clomp up to the pool and I, and Tim's like, oh no. And I look in the pool is fully like neon green, oh, like no. Nickelodeon slime, toxic. You can't do that on television. It was green? that green. And I, I've never seen that. And I was like, what? And I don't know a lot about pools. I didn't grow up with a pool. So he was like, oh, the filter pump is off or whatever and i was like how did he diagnose that he had a pool growing up and he was right he knew and i just like he just looked at it and knew he's like oh you got to shock the pool and i was like how and i guess and then i said it to dicky and dicky i was like oh did you guys have to shock it because i guess kids who grew up with pools this is a yeah and because it gets a little bit of like algae with a pool and so you can tell i'm embarrassed i I, well i was the one who said can we still swim in it (laughs) tim said no but why i was like it's just like algae like the like a lake or something I guess right it'll poison you or he something? seemed to think it was very dumb to suggest that we should still swim in it but i was so hot and sweaty so then we just did like we basically were like kids in a driveway and just took turns with the hose <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we were so but it was really fun and uh that's the headlines and then the only thing i was gonna recommend um is there's a new there's there was already like a woodstock doc from a couple months ago that was pretty thorough so i wasn't like needing to know more but there which woodstock woodstock 99 okay there was a woodstock 99 three now right yes there so there was already like a woodstock 99 doc from a couple months ago because they had a bunch of bad stuff happen it was very bad yeah very very bad and like and so a new one just came on netflix called Trainwreck woodstock 99 it's a three-parter um and i look there was more to learn it's like a pretty upsetting story of these like just daffy dumb like businessmen the original fire festival it really but more is. dangerous because just, it was easier to access and you just it's a lot of stuff you already knew but just to go through chronologically it's really shocking i how actually don't know a lot about it so i should, watch, should watch it because i only know that like i didn't even remember there was a third one i remember the one from the early 90s yeah uh 94 i think when i for, that was like when i became aware of green day yes like, which i was obsessed with in junior Same. high Same. uh but i d- i kind of missed out the next one the well it's an interesting it's it's really like a real it's such a weird lineup because it's like jewel and cheryl crow and these female artists and then it's literally like Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine, yeah, Metallica, and it's just like really angry bro energy. And so like as the, as the weekend's going on and there's no water and all the sewage starts turning ah. in mud, there's like literally it's so disgusting. It's like just a trash trash field and it's on a military base. So it's already the like antithesis of Woodstock. And it's just one of the most poorly run things you've ever seen in your life. But just that it kept going for days. Festivals are dumb, guys. Don't do it. Hellish. Uh, And it's fascinating. And um, but also really sad and scary. Like a lot of women were like assaulted and (gasps) raped. And like, oh, my God, it was it's a pretty horrific story of just like it becomes full Lord of the Flies at the end. And they're like toppling like towers and setting things on fire. And like the National Guard had to come in. And it was burned to the ground, basically. It was so much worse than I thought it was. Um, And it makes you really sad and scared for, like, especially the female talent on stage. We're getting, like, booed and heckled and water bottles thrown and screaming, like, show your tits. Show your tits to, like, jewel. It's, It's... 
fucked up and it's crazy to hear them talk about it and um yes it makes you remember that festivals are not good i mean Let's not do them. only once i tried to go to the warp tour and it got rained out so that's all you needed to know so everyone turned <laughs> it was like weird it was like raining really i think it was like a bad storm was coming so like they turned everyone around and i was like all right what i was just in new york yeah and it was like jones beach maybe or something i forget uh-huh. where maybe it was, no it was uh must have been like governor's island some like weird yeah. place yeah and then i was like all right well i guess i'm i was going by myself anyway in like 17 it was insane that i was no. even there so i was like well, no. i'm not going to that okay bye um and then the only other kind of festival was the <laughs> the mumford and son stopover tour is where- that a festival it was like a two-day event that they were having like around the country and it was like a bunch of different bands but it was like mumford and sons was like the the headliner yeah. but like there were like alabama shakes were there yeah. and like yeah yeah yes and like there were so a bunch of cool people but i was uh, technically a performer so i didn't have to be in the mix i just got to hang out backstage because we were doing improv on a smaller stage that no one wanted to watch <laughs> Uh, but it didn't matter because we got artist pass and it was so cool to be like in the artist tent and they're like oh yeah at two someone's coming to give tattoos i was like someone's just coming to give tattoos and you can get a tattoo if you want a tattoo <laughs> very fun experience but also i was like i'm not really gonna make music so i'm just gonna chat i'm just gonna there were a bunch of tarot card readers and psychics and stuff i was like that's, that's really what i'm fun. into that's fun yeah but no i'm not into, i'm not into like being in a crowd of people not wow. for me this will this will only solidify it so well speaking of docs i watched this peacock doc about the hillside strangler oh and i mean there's so many california serial killers right but i you i feel like the hillside strangler you don't know his name off the top of your head right yeah um well i'll just like cut to it there's a part of it that i was like oh my god queen icon there was this woman who was a playwright and when the strangler was in prison or the alleged strangler at that moment i don't think he had been convicted yet but she started like she was writing a play about a a female serial killer who killed women and so she like wrote to him about how she wanted to get into his mind and they started meeting Mm. he convinced her to go strangle someone else so that while he's in prison that way he'll get out because there'll be proof that there's other people out there and it couldn't possibly be his him doing it and the way the does she do it she attempts it uh oh but ma'am. the way she talks about it she was just like i wasn't in love with him just, like the she the I say iconic queen shit because she was just like, I don't know. I was just doing a lot of cocaine. I wasn't in love with him. <laughs> She's like, everyone talks about it like I was obsessed. No, I was just on drugs and not sleeping. And Fair I, enough, I, I guess. Just the way she's like, ugh, as if about the whole thing. <laughs> Fucking spent 23 years in prison. Just being like, I don't know. It really wasn't that big of a thing. She's like, I'm glad I didn't kill her, honestly. Like, you know, well, that yeah. would... Uh, just we hope. And I was like, oh... And she's like, when I met him, he was like, I know you, I see you. And I, and she's like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> but you actually are a psychopath because you fucking did it, dude. You fucking traveled out of state to go kill some woman in a hotel. So that, to learn about it. It's because you wanted to write a fucking play. Oh, my God. 
I just I, and she you could tell she was just like whatever ugh gross grow up not in love with him <laughs> just on coke uh and uh, but i mean serial killer is terrible all, all yes, around we're, so we're not making to, light of death but and she it, sounds it, like certainly a not the woman who she strangled she was like well i didn't know how to hold the rope like <laughs> i was like her whole so attitude about it i was like this woman i don't ever want to cross her path but no. also want to do a deep dive study of her <laughs> uh, could you imagine just being so like oh god who cares about a serial killer who thinks you're in love like ugh, please a crush mating not in love whatever ugh, he wishes lord almighty that's funny it was yeah it's a very just a blip in the whole doc but i was just like who is this i gotta oh, know more. that thing i was just telling tim because we were watching another boring doc which i won't get into but i was like you know it was just that thing like i didn't really care about anybody and i just i needed like one weird detective to show up you know like or a weird a strange uncle to have suddenly appear where uh. you're like hang on like everybody was just so textbook exactly boring and i was just like i was, can't really be watching a true crime doc without like some person with a large hat appears and now, you're like oh what's your deal you've seen uh evil genius yeah okay because that yeah, lady oh is i mean one of the one of the kookiest out there <laughs> terrible killer but as far as a character study, you're like, wow, they don't make them like you often. No, no. Cut from a different cloth. Cut from a different <laughs> fucking cloth. All right. Let's get into news because we have so much of We've it. got a lot of news. And it is going to be so exciting. All of it. So let's see. What should we start with? What's Well, let's start with an RIP. Yeah. To cut fitness closing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I got it. I got there. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Cut Fitness. Tamara and Eddie Judge's baby. End of an era. Ten years in business. Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, no, their tax shelter. Whatever <laughs> will they do? <laughs> so it was in Rancho Santa Margarita. It was doing great, apparently. It and was. Of course it wasn't. Until the COVID pandemic hit. Uh, and they had to close it up. No one believes that. Tamara. No one believes it at all. And this thing was probably barely hanging on and was literally just like a pop-up storefront. And now that she's going back on the show, she's like, thank fucking God I don't have to deal what with this What is she going to do now? What's the pivot? What will be? Well, she's, I believe, a podcaster now, right? Oh, yeah. She and Teddy have a podcast. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean. How did Teddy get involved with this? I don't know. I hope we get to the bottom of it. I secretly love those. Have you seen those clips of Vicky who just inexplicably hates Teddy? And it's like Vicky and Tam or Vicky and Tamara, I think, getting interviewed I, for. I watch what Girl. happens. Yes. I've seen it. But in another interview, too, like a promo interview, I don't she like brings her. it. I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like her. It could be worse. Well, R.I.P cut sad to see you go god bless you i'm sure we'll hear about it on the show uh yeah and no one believes for a second that you were a thriving business um not in the slightest but i am interested to see where the pivot goes so me too all right what else what else so we i thought this was interesting um jonah hill uh who is like i follow on instagram and stuff and is a person who like kind of seemed to be carving out a very like zen life and he kind of became like Mr. Malibu surfer, Surf. blonde beard, you yeah. know, little puka shell necklaces. And uh, I don't know. And found his like partner and seemed very at peace. He uh, he he announced this week he deleted his Instagram. Wah, and, wah. Then, and then he wrote a candid letter 
Um, talking about how he uh, he, ha- he suffers from anxiety attacks. He said, I'm, I've come to the understanding that I've spent nearly 20 years experiencing anxiety attacks, which are exacerbated by media appearances and public-facing events. He wrote in a statement to Deadline regarding his lack of promotion for the upcoming documentary, Stutz. In the doc is about mental health struggles, as far as I understand it. He said, I made myself sicker from by going out there and promoting... If I made myself sicker by going out there and promoting it, I wouldn't be acting true to myself or the film. With this letter and with Stutz, I'm hoping to make it more normal for people to act on this stuff so they can take steps forward feeling better and so that people in their lives might understand their issues more clearly. So essentially, I the whole letter, I think, goes on to basically say that he will not be do He deleted Instagram and he will not be doing press like moving forward for things. Um and I, I, he, it's not that it's like, what the fuck? But I was like, he just didn't strike me as a person, but I guess that's the point. Of someone who has anxiety? Of someone who would like sever his relationship with the public. Yeah. I mean, I think when people are really famous, especially someone like that, who has a lot of commentary from the general public about what he looks like. And he if he has responded to that before about like, hey, please don't talk about my body. Yeah, Thanks. it's so yeah. It, it's like near constant. And he's at a certain level of fame that, you know, he gets it a lot. So I understand being like, I don't want to do this with you guys. And I don't have to. I don't have to. But interesting though it is like a real place of privilege to be so wealthy that you're like i don't have to do press because everyone else has to do Beyonce status that not having to do interviews to promote your work i didn't compare him to beyonce i'm not saying i mean wow i'm saying that he's he said jonah hill is the beyonce the beyonce that's not what i said i'm saying he's (laughs) he's trying to catapult himself to beyonce status I, i do not see them as neck and neck i think for him and I don't know anything, but I bet he'd be like, eh, whatever. If it hurts my career, it hurts my career. Yeah. For her, she's like, I know it will not hurt my career. Yeah. But for him, he's like, me, me, who cares? I already made my money. And guess what? I kind of came from it, too. Hello. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Uh, the doc, by the way, is derived from uh, the, the title is derived from his therapist. Uh, this is a doc that he'll finish directing and starring in. Uh, it's named after his therapist and the film features frank discussions about mental health in general and the progressive worsening of anxiety attacks involving the promotion of films that has made a dream job something of a nightmare for Hill. Okay, so the doc is literally about this exact specific situation. Yes. So Hill will not be promoting other work of his uh, moving forward. I mean, God. Good for him. Not having to promote stuff. What a dream. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't really even have to do it, but just to be like, I'm just going to show up and do the work. I think many people in that position would would be very grateful to get to do that and yeah. not go down a weird line of people asking the same questions even though it's like a great gift to get to work and have these careers I always imagine that yeah. those are like really soul crushing to just uh, like banter for like all that you know uh my our friend uh Nicole Byer is the one and only co-hosting or not co-hosting she is uh guest hosting for Kimmel this week so cool and my friend Aubrey was on the show and Aubrey was like she's such she's so good at this like she was so easy and so fun uh but I think it's normally really really hard yeah and Mm. it's like I think give her a fucking Emmy guys what I mean Nicole's Emmy she's gonna she's gonna get like 
something bigger than an Emmy at this point if she doesn't get an Emmy. She's going to get an Emmy. It like a Nobel very, Peace Prize? Yeah, like the a National Medal Honor? of Freedom. <laughs> She'll be like Ellen yes, with that little yes, like, crying, crying as Barack gives a medal. No, it'll be win by the wow, time. Wow, medal. The Ellen getting that medal. Ooh. Gulp? Gulp? Whoopsie. Barack! <laughs> Okay, so we got more news to get to. So there is a couple of splits that happened, um, not to make light of them. One of them that I found very fascinating, this very under the radar couple, Michelle Branch of like 90s music fame, uh, and Patrick. Is she making my way downtown, mm-hmm. walking fast, faces mm-hmm. past, and I'm homebound. She has been. Darren Sorry. (laughs) She has been married for several years to Patrick Carney of the Black Keys. He is the drummer. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, the Black Keys are only two guys. So he's the other one. Um, And this. So what was the way it met my feed was that uh, their divorce was announced. So she had cited irreconcilable differences um, and requested custody of their two young children. They have a six month old and a four year old. Um, yeah, I got it in a different order. But then it became clear that a lot of other stuff had happened. I got it. The order I got it was Michelle Branch arrested on domestic violence charges. So supposedly, like about a week ago, uh, Branch posted and then deleted on Instagram. And I saw it, uh, this tight, like a, you know, written up thing that an accusation that Carney had cheated with his manager while Branch was home with their baby. Soon after, so this was a Wednesday night, soon after on early Thursday morning, Branch was arrested and charged with misdemeanor domestic assault booked at 4.30 a.m., released at 11.30 the next morning. They had been called to the home at 2 a.m. for domestic disturbance. She reportedly told police she slapped her husband in the face one or two times. Um, definitely don't want to make light of this because no. this is a really, really, really <clears throat> like I it, and it's like heart wrenching. Like the thing she posted is like my husband Patrick Harney cheated on me with this woman while I was home with our six month old. Like she just put it out there, and it's just you can tell like just uh, absolute like shattering heartbreak. Doesn't make any physical assault okay no. either. It, yeah, the. No one should ever hit other people. We've already covered this with the slap, we're, you guys. We're, we're never not gonna believe that that's we're not we're never saying that. However, I think what's especially fucked up about the situation is if it is true that she slapped that he, she found out he cheated and slapped him twice, which is bad and fucked up. But that does not denote a history of violence unless there is one. Right. But now they're going to go through a custody case and she's going to have that arrest. I know. And he knows exactly what he did as well. And it's really fucked up when because I also believe that cheating is a form of abuse as well. And probably a lot more comes with it. So it's just like. I don't know, on both sides, very messy, but one carries a much greater penalty. And especially when you're going through a divorce and like, yeah, with the custody and stuff, and that could really affect her, um, yeah, custody arrangements. And it's just like really sad. Really sad. And like, you know, I've seen some TikTok commentary that was like, just like team branch very much like you know feel like uh, you don't have to say another word you, you found out he cheated and you slapped him yeah and then he called the cops 
fuck that guy. And that's yeah. just TikTok commentary. That's, that's not just Marcy. Those are not her words. I mean, there were her words in that moment, but they weren't her words words. I was just paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. No, it's um, such a reminder. It's like the importance, in fact, of because it, it feels very understandable, of course, but it's such so important in terms of like how much you just cannot touch another person. You can't person. do it. You just can't it's do it. It's not worth it. Because now, to your point, like, warranted or not, look what now has... Yeah, she has to wade through on top of all of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially when you could just, like, destroy them on Instagram and stuff. You could just flame out in other ways. I know. I feel bad for for her me too well while we're on downer of abuse stories oh, jesus uh fun that's a fun segue oh um yeah. no we this this brad angelina and angelina stuff yeah whoa okay i just have to say this is all very interesting this divorce will not end nope. this feels like the, i this feels longer than i've been alive how long this divorce has been going on for yeah i can't i can barely remember i feel so old that i remember like them getting together i remember jennifer aniston and him being more recent now than like this divorce <laughs> yeah like time has warped itself but so this was very odd and i didn't understand exactly how this came out because then details came out about this fbi investigation but Basically, this week, the subjects of an anonymous 2016 lawsuit in which the plaintiff alleges being assaulted by her then husband on a private plane have has been revealed as Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. So uh, several years ago, Jolie told an FBI agent that Pitt physically and verbally assaulted her and their children while they were aboard the plane. Per the agent's notes, Pitt allegedly took Jolie to the back of the plane, grabbed her shoulders and shouted things like, you're fucking up this family. Then another, she alleged another physical altercation occurred where she sustained injuries, uh, said that he was drinking, poured a beer on her head. Um, so the special agent met with U.S. assistant, uh, assistant U.S. attorney, concluded they would not pursue criminal charges. Um, so, so then she filed a FOIA um, suit against the FBI, FBI to get the documentation um, I assume in order to use in the divorce. Yes. So it's very interesting though, because it uh, occurred on a plane. So that's why it's investigated by the FBI yeah. because there is no jurisdiction. Yes, right. It's, yes. Yes. Um, and, and they were like, who knows why? Maybe it just wasn't to them substantial enough for them to be involved. Right. And, but it's really fucked up. Uh, it sounds like that was, because he has stopped drinking since then, right? Yeah, he he got. I mean, th th there had always been uh, rumors that he had gotten physical and abusive on the plane, and so I don't think that piece of it is. But nobody, it's never been clear what took place on that flight. We also know that at least the, certainly the eldest kid Maddox like severed ties with yeah, him. Yeah, they had another like physical altercation as well. And his his <clears throat> team released a statement saying he is emphatic that it did not reach the level of physical abuse that nobody no one was physically harmed. He did not hit his child in the face in any way. He did not do that. He is emphatic on, about that. He put his hands on him because the confrontation was spiraling out of control. More details came out today that are very weird. Um, that said, apparently in one of in a piece in this fight was that Brad said one of their kids, we don't know which, looks like a pardon, I'm gonna swear, looks like a fucking Columbine kid. <laughs> and huh. then was I'm like, trying to figure out which kid was wearing a trench coat. <laughs> you know, it's so fucked up. So if this is true, 
Uh, That's very close to Britney Spears being like, you're weird and I'm scared of you. So supposedly Pitt had consumed about two or three drinks, which was, quote, not a lot of alcohol for him, Jolie claimed, saying she'd seen him drink an entire bottle of vodka before. Yikes. Um, And yeah, grabbed her by the head, shook her and punched the ceiling of the plane approximately four times. Ugh. it sounds awful. This is a very, uh, this is very, very dark and horrible. So, so and yeah. Right as Emma, uh, wait, Emma, what's her name? Rabinjikowski. Radikowski. Radikowski. Right as they have been seen photographed around town in London, no, no, uh, in New York and Paris. I know. I know, and I had been like, I don't like her at all, but I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. I like these these beautiful people together. I mean, hey, look, if he's, it's been a while, if he's sought any sort of help or it treatment. It definitely seems like he has put a lot of work in. We obviously don't know, but You know she's I'm a, into restorative justice. I do, and, so. and I think that's what I'm so curious about for Angelina, you know, like, because this has gone so long and is so vindictive uh rightfully it seems like to, uh, but everything because there's all this crazy stuff with their like miraval winery in france and her selling half her shares to like russian oligarchs, oligarchs. and like it's just like the twists and turns of yeah. this thing and like don't they all want to move forward but then again it's like that's the whole point is like the just like the johnny depp and amber stuff it's like once it's in the public eye i think there is a real feeling of needing to vindicate and not just like put it to bed but have this like clarity for the public of what all happened you know but it's not pretty it's not pretty and it also like hmm i hate to like out myself but it's like it doesn't feel so foreign to like the kind of fights that happen with teenagers around too yeah like no like i'm not trying to like be like my parents would scream and shake me but they would it's not impossible that they could do that i know it's, not but not to the extent of like punt you know it sounds yeah like the, we have a violent society we really do we gotta like check that we've all, all today so far we've only talked we've only spoken of violence I, and vicky i truly yes that like we don't even have a gym to go work it out at because oh. cut is gone i mean um, all we can do is make light of this uh of yeah just a male dominated society that's full of violence guys he. <laughs> Speaking of angry men. Uh, oh, who, what, when, where? <laughs> I'm really working on my seg segue. Sorry, guys. Well, if you if you don't do a segue, you're fired. So <laughs> you have to. So uh, we had talked about this. I'm fairly sure, but Kanye West is finally has been finally debuting his Yeezy Gap um, collab, and <laughs> the whole display of this was insane. But it, it, this was this was announced a few weeks ago. But it seems like it just sort of hit people this week that um, that he was the they weren't on racks that they were in these sort of like they weren't actual uh, garbage bags, but they were sort of like modeled to look like garbage bags, and so they just looked like big garbage bags of clothes and of, it was of the Yeezy clothes, Yeezy clothes yes, like so at Gap. So display, in Gap stores, yeah, yeah, so that's a display so setup. If anyone in, isn't aware that uh, that Yeezy that Kanye has a, a deal with Gap and his Yeezys are in Gap right now displayed in a big garbage bag. <laughs> and to that I say, love, art, yes, pop, mm. <laughs> love, love. Well, so people he- are having to dig through it to find their, fi- to find what they want, to find their sizes. I love it, Jess. I really love it. I love uh, a maniacal genius. <laughs> 
talking to Gap Corporate and saying, I insist. I insist you leave it in a bag and a big ass bag in the middle of the store. I insist or I'm pulling it all. And they're like, yes, sir. Oh, he has them by the balls. It's crazy. And like, look, I don't think anyone is like, none of it could be surprising to me, you know? Honestly, like, isn't Gap already almost doing that? You're like, how, like, right. Well, they also like this was they they signed up for Kanye, you know, but I mean, like when you go look for like, oh, I need something in a certain size, especially if you're over a size medium, you go in there, you're like, oh, I'm trying to look at an XL. You're like digging through all the piles and stuff. It's like it might as well be a fucking bag. That way, at least you don't feel bad about messing up a a fold that has nothing you want in it. It is sort of, um, yeah, like a full circle from the nineties, like the SNL nineties gap girl. Yeah. You know, like, um, cinch, cinch it. Um, so he did an interview with Fox news, um, and they asked him about it, you know, cause it was getting a lot of comparison. I think honestly, no one was outraged. It was getting comparisons to like, you know, derelict in Zoolander <laughs> and like, you know, just just that it was very funny. So but he said, I'm not here to sit up and apologize for my ideas. That's exactly what what the media tries to do. Make us apologize for any idea that doesn't fall under exactly the way they want us to think. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not just a celebrity collaboration. This is my life. Um, okay. He noted it. That okay, these are, you're going to need to calm down. It's sir. a very funny interview. I urge everyone to watch it. No, don't go watch it. Who cares? He's so mad. And you're like, this is not worth it. He says his efforts to, quote, change clothing. And he says, I'm fighting for a position to bring the best design to the people. Uh, and, you know, so, so at the end of the day, no news. Kanye is making people sift through trash bags. And it's funny <laughs> i love it i really do love it i mean he's a little self-serious but i love it how he doesn't know how to not be it's very funny though even like in comparison to like talking about how people are absorbing the brad pitt news i feel like there's not a lot people aren't really talking about a case of like uh, a messy domestic uh i guess like yeah domestic violence uh, mm-hmm, for sure mm-hmm. a little People aren't really reacting to it, but yeah. boy, did everyone react to Kanye when Kanye was going on little Instagram tears. Yeah. So it's an interesting like step back that like, you know, how we respond to things. Yeah, it's true. Kanye has just baited a lot more, I think, you know, like from yeah. his Twitter meltdowns and like it makes everybody feel. Yeah. But it is interesting. It's a good question. Like why? Certainly in light of the Brad stuff, like I wonder if there will be fallout from and that. Again, hope everyone works on themselves. I know. Just, guys, fix yourselves. What are you doing? Especially men. Speaking of being a grown man, Kid Cudi had a, a big cover story for esquire magazine um and he is he he's he's an interesting man kid cuddy um and he i think has been in and out of rehab a little bit uh and he has been publicly feuding with kanye over the last year um really because because he cuddy is friends with pete davidson yes and so at the peak of like the skeet stuff but also like because of Kanye like Kanye and Cuddy and Pete went to dinner that's I know and he remember he like posted a picture that was like Timothy Chalamet it was like some picture of like Chalamet Cuddy 
and Pete, and he put like X's over the other two except <laughs> Chalamet. Yeah, and everybody was like, Tim, good for you. <laughs> uh, but so it's gotten very, very bad. Um, they're they're they went back and forth and tweeted at each other, and Cuddy was like very cutting. So he he said in this interview that he wants the rapper to be a grown man and accept Kim Kardashian's divorce filing. He says, if you can't be a grown man and deal with the fact that you lost your woman, that's not my fucking problem. You need to own up to your shit like every man in this life has. I've lost women too, and I've had my, I've had to own up to it. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that. Um, and he says, I'm not one of your kids. I'm not Kim. It don't it don't matter if I'm friends with Pete or not friends with Pete. None of this shit had anything to do with me. Fair. And um Fair. And do you know how it feels to wake up one day, look at your social media and you're trending because someone's talking shit about you, and then you've got this person's troll sending you messages on Instagram and Twitter all in your comments. That shit pisses me off. That he had the power to fuck with me that week. That he used his power to fuck with me. That pisses me off. You're fucking with my mental health now, bro. Um, with all due respect, I mean, I'm not Drake, who's about to take a picture with him next week and be friends friends again, and their beef is squashed. That's not me. I'm gonna take a motherfucking it. It's gonna take a motherfucking miracle for me and that man to be friends again. I do not see it happening. He's gonna have to become a monk. <laughs> He's gonna have to become a monk. <laughs> now, and this comes like a week after the the rumors that Pete Davidson was having a mental breakdown because yeah, of Kanye. Yeah. Kanye needs to fucking stop man he's powerful these are it's like a very famous billionaire this is a person who has the ability to like oh we gotta take their money from them i know they're good. eat the rich guys i've said it before oh, i'll say oh, it again oh. eat the rich stop kicking me i did, did i do it before that <laughs> no oh, okay i was like how many times have i kicked you historically you've done it before okay well that'll eat happen the rich. <laughs> that'll happen um Let's see. We have Denise Richards. There are rumors. Denise Richards. Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash Ellis for Losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.